At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on v the sports betting network. Back on a numbers game here on v Happy to be with you. I'm Jeff Barles. Wyatt Tomczyk is here. Kevin Trask is doing a great job making sure we're on the air. Liz and Matt, Liz Foster, Matt Hicks, also doing her, doing her, doing her great work downstairs as always, uh, down there in the uh, in they're the little, basement here. They're a little hungry though, Jeff. They're, I they're know. Still hungry, I, still I, you're gonna you're gonna hold that over me the whole week now. Yeah. They're gonna hold that over. Well, me I mean, the I'm only with now. you for two days. So. Oh, okay, I guess that is right. I'll Brian Ortega later in the week. That that is true. Good point. But now with us though. Host of the Wide World of Wine Garden podcast. And, of course, you can find some articles as well from him on VEASAN.com. It's our guy, Jason Weingarten. Jason, are, are you in New York or New Jersey this week? New York. Okay, Absolutely. so I, I knew you were in a tri-state. I, I picked the right state with saying you were in New York. So, Jason, what, what are you doing in New York this week? Vacationing. Oh, that's, a good, that's, a, that's a good place to vacation. That's good. That's good. It's... It's good to get you from the East Coast. It's uh, obviously 11 o'clock as, as opposed to 8 out here, so a little more awake as well, too, for you, which is good. So let's just dive right in. You're in New York, of course, home run derby-wise. The king of this event from New York and Pete Alonzo, your betting favorite yet again, and you teased this on Friday with Gil. What, what are you doing with this event for the home run derby? Of course, at Dodger Stadium, a a place that is not usually known for home runs. Yeah, so, you know, I wanted to just wait and see, get, get all the information I could this weekend and understand, you know, is there a bonus round? How, do, how are they scoring everything? Are there any special quirks? I also wanted to see the bracket. Uh, after, after looking at everything, 
I'm pretty convinced that the winner of the home run derby is most likely going to be the winner of the Pete Alonso Julio Rodriguez second round matchup. Okay, so right now, Jason, uh, Julio Rodriguez a favorite against Corey Seager in round one. Alonso, of course, a favorite against Ronald Acuna Jr. in round one. And and you know, Jason, it's kind of funny. We talked about this in in the in the last segment here. This feels like a collision course to an all NL East final, whether it be Schwarber against Alonzo or Soto against Alonzo, or if Acuna somehow pulls that upset against one of those guys. But I did say, Jason, and, uh, and I'm not surprised you went this direction, that Julio Rodriguez seems to be made for this event as well. Maybe not quite like Pete Alonzo, but pretty darn close with the amount of raw power that that kid has. I, I I tend to agree with you that if it is Alonzo against Rodriguez, the winner of that should be the favorite in the final once those odds are put up for whoever comes out of the other side of the bracket. Buster Olney had a uh, had a column today on ESPN where he talked about the different the different uh, home run derby participants and the, the pitchers throwing to them. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a pretty good primer to kind of break down, you know, who's doing what. And uh, I think, you know, I, I mentioned Julio. I bet Julio over Corey Seager round one. I bet that up to minus 140. I bet Julio Rodriguez at DraftKings under longest home run, I think was under 465 and a half feet because I saw in one of the articles Julio Rodriguez said he's not going for distance. He's just trying to put the ball over the fence. Um, so I thought I thought those were two, two good ways to play the uh, – play the, the home run derby. And then the other thing, if you have access to FanDuel, I've been talking about this on the podcast, been doing this a lot more lately. Make sure to take advantage of their ability to parlay player futures with basically anything. The home run derby. If you like Julio Rodriguez, for example, he's like seven to one right now or eight to one, you know, parlay that with Shohei Otani or Aaron Judge or Paul Goldschmidt or whoever you think is gonna win MVP or Cy Young, you can get, you know, much better odds. And if, if you're if you're looking at an even bigger long shot in the home run derby, like Jose Ramirez, for example, I think he's live to win the home run derby. You know, he's like fifteen to one or sixteen to one. You can get him, parlay him with something that'll, you know, that'll boost whatever player future you're you're looking at significantly. Well, well, not only that, you bring it up, Jason. I mean. You could you could have a lot of fun and go with a Julio Rodriguez and Julio Rodriguez parlay if you really wanted to. You could you could do. I mean, that's the thing is I always when I'm talking about it on the podcast, I'm like, well, I tied this to Shohei Otani, I tied this to Shohei Otani, but you don't have to tie. You could do it if there's any player you like particularly more than any you know anybody else, then you know tie some bets to it, or even better, make two bets, split your bet into two bets. Bet the first one, you know, and keep the second one. And if you win the first leg, cash out the first one. No, I look. I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem with that. Especially, I mean, again, uh, just bringing up the Julio Rodriguez and Julio Rodriguez parlay. I mean, Julio Rodriguez, assuming he makes it through the season, is going to be Jason. He should be unanimous to be the rookie of the year in the American League. Uh, and I know you may want to be tying things to a little more juicy prices, but that's as close to a sure thing with health notwithstanding as you're going to get in the award season this year is Rodriguez winning the American league rookie of the year. Yeah. Westgate already moved him to minus 800. So they're, they're saying no more, no more bets. Yeah. No, I, you know what? The, you know what? That price is probably about right because he's, unless if he gets hurt, 
he's running away and hiding with that. Uh, of course, Jason, as as uh, we usually do when when we're when you're on with Gil, the usual Shohei Otani check in. Uh, of course, he's odds on in most places now to win the AL MVP. Jason, uh, that that's right at this point. He should be odds on. Uh, even with Aaron Judge having a pretty significant weekend against the Red Sox. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm out here in New York. I'm surrounded by Yankees fans. I saw that game where he hit the, the two home runs, you know, and it's like congratulations. And no, no, you know, no disrespect to Aaron Judge and his home run hitting power, but, you know, hitting a home run when you're up 5-1 and again when you're up 9-1, it's like, you know, big deal to me. doesn't mean he's not a good power hitter and probably going to lead the league in home runs, but... I just don't see how that, you know, makes him an MVP. And at this point, he's at least behind Jordan Alvarez and Rafael Devers as the best hitter in the uh, in the American League. So, you know, like you said, it's a health thing with Otani, and he starts starts the second half. I think he pitches the the first day out of the break against the Braves. He does. So, you know, that's a big matchup. Obviously, he goes out, gets lit up. It'll kind of move us back a little bit, at least in the in the Cy Young race, but I mean, if you don't understand by now that this is the best player in at least modern baseball history, if not the history of all of baseball, I just, I can't help you. All I could do, it's like you, the saying, you could lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. You know, I can't, I can't convince those that don't want to be convinced. And I'm, I have no, no intention of trying. I'm just going to keep betting more money on it. Jason, Jason, uh, just looking at some other markets that are available, uh, for tomorrow, of course, the All-Star game. Uh, it, do you have any thoughts just in a traditional sense? And then All-Star game MVP is up in a lot of spots right now. Is there any player that you would even consider possibly taking a flyer on? Would that be another scenario where maybe you look to Otani there as well? I have to look. I haven't seen those odds, actually, so I, I couldn't tell you okay. what I'd bet without seeing it. But you definitely, obviously, Otani pitches, hits, starts the game. You know, like I say, he does everything except drive the bus to the stadium at this point. So he he should rightfully be the favorite. But my favorite bet for the game is the first inning yes score because I know it's going to open plus money tomorrow at most places. They're going to get a lot of no score money because they always get no score money. People are going to want to bet on something. That's what you know. That's one of the, the things that they kind of focus in on, but. Um, you know, you get Otani, you get Kershaw, and they're both facing the tops of very strong lineups. I would absolutely love to get the first inning of plus money tomorrow. Jason, right now, the one place that I see that has a number up, uh, Superbook has it at even on the yes right now. Yeah, it'll keep going. It'll keep going higher. Yeah, I, I would imagine I'll probably close plus 115 would be my guess. Maybe even, high, maybe even 10, higher plus, than that. Plus. Yeah, I mean, if you get some, some square... Square books will get a lot more no money. They'll just keep juicing that number higher. But uh, at least, I mean, if you can get even money, it's going to be a good bet on that. Jason, right now, going back to that All-Star Game MVP, uh, one book has it right now, FanDuel does. Otani's your favorite at 4-1. to one. Aaron Judge is 5-1. to one. Vlad Jr., 6-1. to one. Mookie Betts, plus 750. John Carlo at plus 950. And then rounding out your top seven, are Paul Paul Goldschmidt and Byron Buxton both at six at thirteen to one? I should say. I wouldn't go with anybody necessarily in the starting lineup, like Aaron Judge. He has a calf injury. I'm guessing he's going to get one at bat. You know, I don't I don't think he's going to get two at bats. I could be wrong, 
But I would probably go with the guys who are going to come in the game later because, you know, somebody coming in to to hit in the sixth or seventh inning is going to have a better chance to get a game-winning or a game-changing hit than potentially, you know, a guy getting one at bat who's, you know, showing up because he's an, he's an all-star, but he doesn't necessarily want to play. Kyle Schwarber, 70-1? to one. Guy who could hit a game-changing homer, maybe? <laughs> 70? On Schwarber, yes. I mean, 70 is a... How, who's higher than him? I mean, it's got to be like some relievers. No, stuff, right? no, they don't have any relievers listed. There, Jason, to be honest with you, there are a lot of intriguing names at seventy to one, including Juan Soto and Julio Rodriguez and and uh, Xander Bogarts, all at seventy to one. There are a lot of good yeah, numbers and, out here. And that goes. That also goes back to my thing about Fanduel and parlay and stuff. If if you like, you know. Uh, Pete Alonzo tonight, parlay Pete Alonzo with a 70 to one MVP favorite. And you got yourself a, a very big, exciting ticket for the, for the, the all-star game tomorrow. Yeah, no, I, that's actually, I, I'm actually happy that I pulled this up. That is a, there are Jason, there are a lot of very interesting numbers on that MVP market uh, on guys who will likely come off the bench. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll come off the bench tomorrow night at Dodger Stadium. Jason, always a pleasure. Enjoy New York. Enjoy your vacation. We'll talk again later in the week. Sounds good. Good uh, good job filling in for the boss man this week. Of course. Uh, th- thank you, Jason. Always appreciate the kind words and always appreciate the opportunities to fill in for young Gilly, as they would say. We're going back to the NFL next. To D.C. we go. That's next on the Numbers Game. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, 
and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to a numbers game here on VSIN. Happy to be with you. I'm Jeff Parles, or Jeff Parlay. Whatever you want to call me, he's good with me. Wyatt Tomchek here as well, leading you in, as always, to the Lombardi line today. Michael Lombardi, Ben Wilson. Going to be coming your way at the top of the hour. So Jason Weingarten, a recap on the last segment before we get into the Washington Commanders, who interesting offseason to say the very least for Washington. Jason believes that tonight it will be the the winner of an Alonzo Rodriguez semifinal will win the home run derby. I have absolutely no issue with that. And those would be the two guys that I probably would bet going into tonight. Alonzo at a shorter price, Rodriguez at a longer price. I kind of feel bad for Ronald. That's just such you a. You guys are you're sleeping on one of the greatest players. In he's, all he's, all, he's awesome, but it's a horrible matchup for him in round one. And Alonzo has the has the hammer. Look, 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 look. We've all know the history says that Braves always top the Mets. I hate to hate to oh, say it. Oh, here we are. All right, all right. You know, you know. Can, I mean, you can, guys can, did can, win can, last can, week. Can, I'll give you credit. That was a good, good. Yeah, don't cut the mic. Can, Kev, get rid of his mic. He's done. He's done. That was no. a good series win last weekend for you guys. Very important series win. By the way, Mets lead the Braves by two and a half games in the NL East going to the All-Star break. That is going to be, I would say, by far the best division race that we're going to have in the second half, regardless of league. The AL Central is the only one that could rival it, but those teams nowhere near as good as the Mets or the Braves. Let's go back to football, though. The Washington Commanders. Yes, that's the team now. No longer the Washington football team after their old name, of course, was eliminated. So their offseason. Now, they at least did one good thing. Terry McLaurin is under contract long term now. That's good. That's good. The guy is an elite wide receiver. But they gave actual live assets to Indianapolis for Carson Wentz. And this goes back to what I was talking about a few weeks ago when Gil and I went through some quarterback prop bets. DraftKings is Carson Wentz interceptions at 10 and a half. If Carson Wentz somehow plays 14 games, that thing's going over. The big issue would be injury for Wentz, which we've seen, or just hilarious ineffectiveness which could happen. The problem is 
are, who's your backup then? Would you go with Heineke, which, which I would do. I'd almost consider starting Heineke over Wentz still. Or do you go to the guy you drafted in Sam Howell? That's going to be the big question if it goes awry for Wentz. Well, plenty of props to get through. Looking at the betting profile real quick for Washington. So, BetMGM is at eight and a half. But the juice is minus 165 on the under. Just dealing eight. <laughs> I, I, it doesn't matter. Eight and a half, minus 165, that's good. They're not going over 500. They're not going over 500. You In what universe is Washington going over 500 this year? You don't think the defense can will them to that? I mean, it's a. Wyatt, Wyatt, Wyatt. They were under 500 when they won the division two years ago, when the defense was great. And the Cowboys, and the other difference is that division that year, the Cowboys were awful. The Cowboys were awful that year. The Eagles were bad. The, remember, it was the Giants. The 6 and 10 Giants almost stole the division in 2020. It wasn't anyone who was good. The Giants won six games. And if Sudfeld wasn't put in by the Philadelphia front office, the 6 and 10 Giants would have won the division. Joe Judge would have been a division champion as head coach. So, like, this team, even when they were good, like, quote unquote good, they weren't even good. So, I, I just again, they're five to one to win the NFC East. They're thirty to one to win the NFC title. They're sixty-six to one to win the Super Bowl. They're plus one sixty-five to make the playoffs. I would rather have the eight and a half under than the no on the playoffs, because the one scenario that could get really bizarro is if the Eagles underachieve greatly and Dak Prescott gets hurt. Then you could get some weird things. Even though, again, remember, Cooper Rush, now superstar. It is one Sunday night win in Minnesota. But i much rather, for the, just the basics here, these are the basics of the basics for win totals and make-miss playoffs, all those basics. I would much rather have that heavily juiced at minus 165, under 8.5. I'd outlook for, I'd want an all-total at under 7.5. I think I'd even consider an all-total at 6.5. Carson Wentz had the perfect situation to win last year in Indianapolis. A team with, with Derrick Henry hurt. Jonathan Taylor was the best running back in the NFL last year. You had a great offensive line. Great offensive line in Indy. Missed the playoffs. Couldn't even make the playoffs. Had moments last year. The left-handed pick six at the end of the regulation against Tennessee. One of the most ridiculous plays in NFL history. Probably the worst interception in league history. Mark Sanchez still has the lead on worst fumble in league history. And in week 18, they were non-competitive against Jacksonville. When all they got to do is win the game as a 16-point favorite. And they get blown out. And now you're on a team where, again, Terry McLaurin is, better, is a better wide receiver than any pass catcher Indy had last year. There's no argument with that. Curtis Samuel, I don't trust to stay on the field. Just don't trust him to stay healthy. I have no idea where we're getting out of John Dotson. That could go really well or that could go really poorly. I don't think there's a middle ground for year one for Dotson. But if he's on the better side, then yeah, Washington could, under, could, could overachieve. If they're going to overachieve as a whole, that defense is going to have to play at a level that uh, at the level they were in in the second half of the 2020 season. That is the only way. 
then I could see Washington surprising me in a big way and being a borderline playoff. They would have to have, Chase Young would have to have a huge year again, like he did his rookie year. That Alabama-laden defensive line with Payne and Allen on the interior would have to have big years again. Montez Sweat would have to have a big year as well. But I just don't see it. And I think Ron I think Ron Rivera is a good coach, but he's a little overrated. I think he's a little overvalued as a head coach. But I, I think you get the drift here. As you look at basically the, the stage of elimination here for Washington, if you somehow think they're going to make the playoffs, I would actually take losing a wild card round at 3-1 to one over to plus 165. They're not winning a playoff game if they get in the playoffs. And if they do, there'll be ways for you to get out of out of that bet. But I, I I don't really love these stage of elimination bets. But that's one of those where you have a team, if they somehow make the playoffs against my expectations, I'd rather have a three to one on the lose in the wild card round than the plus one sixty five. Because they aren't getting the one seed, I can guarantee you that, if they somehow make the playoffs. And to make the playoffs, it's more likely than not the NFC East completely melted. That would be the way they would be. It would be the same situation as in 2020 where, yeah, they have the home game in the playoff, the playoffs, but they weren't beating Tom Brady. Either. I mean, I remember Heineke was amazing in that game and it didn't matter. And they, they got it. They made it a little interesting that game. Yeah, Heineke was awesome in yeah. that game. But, uh, you know, going back to the, the commanders, yeah, I, sure. I'm a little bit more higher on them than you. You know, we've seen the NFC East implode sure. more times than not. Yeah. And I think if Carson Wentz can kind of play up to where he was before he tore his ACL that one year where he could have been the MVP, you get this defense right. I wouldn't be shocked if this team makes it to the playoffs. I, now, I do agree with you. I don't. I think they're a one and done, but I wouldn't be surprised if they well, do. Well, and again, it really does depend on the defense. And we can look at some individual player props here for the last few moments before we get to uh, we get to the New York Football Giants in the next segment. Chase Young at the bottom of your screen if you're watching us at home. If you're not, Chase Young's sack total. These odds from Vison.com. Again, I love I love the quarters. Seven point seven five. So seven and three quarters sacks. Because of course, very. Very logical to land on a half a sack in the NFL, as we know. If that is under, if that is under, so basically you're going under eight for Chase Young, Washington's a six-win team, if that happens. If Chase Young goes over and well over and is in the defensive player of the year category, like a Micah Parsons in Dallas for me, that's when things could get a little funky for what I'm saying with Washington. That's when things can change. It doesn't, it doesn't matter if Wentz is bad. If your defense can keep you in games, you at least have an opportunity to stay in this thing. By the way, Wentz's, uh, Wentz's totals this year, 3,550 and a half passing yards, 23 and a half passing touchdowns, 10 and a half interceptions. I like that over. Of all the Washington-related props, if he plays the whole year, I like that over. Key is, got to get through the whole season. That could be the thing that impacts that. Antonio Gibson, 869 and a half on rushing yards. Now, when we were going, when I was going through this last night, that one was interesting as a potential under. The problem is we may see Washington run the ball more because of ineffective quarterback play. So no play there. McCorn, 75 and a half receptions, a thousand and a half receiving yards. 
no play there. But it's tough to see if McLaurin is healthy the whole year and Wentz is at least somewhat capable of getting the ball, probably go over. We go to New York football giants next. Can they get out of the cellar here on a numbers game? The VEASAN Summer Special is here. For just $19, you get everything VEASAN has to offer now through the end of July. Sign up today. You'll get VEASAN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bet email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is just $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at vcin.com slash summer. By the way, speaking of NASCAR, just have to say this real quick. Congratulations to Wyatt Tomchek back there who pressed into duty late last week, did a phenomenal job on gun raising and was very close to getting a winner. I was. You were very close. The, the picker was looking real good. Martin Truex Jr. Was, was dominating the race. Jersey guy, by the way. I know. And they, they went with two tires going to the third stage and he could not get back up to the front. Couldn't pass pit crew went over five on their picks. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, it's betting. It's a, you know, you can talk about how close you are, but a loss is still a loss, but, but a good job, a good job, good job. Preston, Preston, the duty late. Yeah. I got a call on the, on the, on the freeway. <laughs> hey, you need to host uh, a gun race. I'm like, Oh, okay, <laughs> here we go. Well, from gun racing to gone fishing here. And the New York Giants, new era for them now. We were fishing very early in the season last year. Uh, wide, really just, really just a disaster last year for the New York Giants in in every way. Giants last year, of course, finished last in the in the NFC East. They go four and thirteen. Joe Judge is out. It's now Brian Dable now as your head coach for the New York Football Giants. They were the next to worst scoring offense. Amazingly, they weren't the worst scoring offense in the NFL last year, which is kind of amazing. Where the combination of Judge and Garrett and Kitchens was just, uh, it, it was not a Mensa meeting. Let's just go with that. But you look at the Giants this year. You have Brian Dable, who I, I'm very curious to see what happens with Brian Dable. He follows Joe, Joe Schoen down from Buffalo, the whole Buffalo brass now in New York. The Giants seemingly are at least starting to go the right direction for the first time in essentially a decade. Of course, 2011 season. That was their last Super Bowl. They won the playoff appearance in 2014. That was, or excuse me, 2016. That was a disaster, of course. That was the infamous boat picture in Miami. They went up to Lambeau and got smoked Beautiful game, by the by Packers. The yeah, no, Beautiful I, game. You're not the only Packer fan who has that uh, has that memory on that one. But, <laughs> the Randall Cobb, Hail Mary. But uh, just looking at the Giants, the coaching staff, I actually have, I have confidence in this coaching staff if Dable can turn his magic as an offensive coordinator in Buffalo into being a reasonable head coach. I like Mike Kafka, who they brought in. Quarterbacks coach, of course, a former quarterback in the league, former Northwestern quarterback, Andy Reid disciple. Good starting spot for him as a coordinator. And then they get Wink Martindale up from Baltimore in one of the more surprising hires, or excuse me, firings, I should say, 
with the Ravens canning Martindale, replacing with McDonald from Michigan. But you have a veteran defensive coordinator who is a darn good defensive coordinator. I don't care what happened to Baltimore last year. They were injured all year defensively. Martindale's a legit top eight coordinator in the defensive side. But as always with the Giants, it's going to come down to quarterback play even as much as what Brian Dable is. And we look at their betting profile here. Again, the basics on your screen if you're watching us at vcin.com. The New York football Giants win total seven and a half, juiced under minus 160. Make the playoffs two to one, miss minus 250. Win the NFC East, they are the long shot at plus 650. 40 to one to win the NFC title, 100 to one to win the Super Bowl. Now, the Giants are not good enough at this point to warrant any sort of consideration on an NFC championship or a Super Bowl bet, obviously. They're not there, they're not close. Probably another two years away from being realistically able to say that. And this is Daniel Jones's last stand. If Daniel Jones is average to mediocre, like we have seen his entire career, he will not be a Giant next year. And the Giants will use a first-round pick on a quarterback in all likelihood. If Daniel Jones is good, then the Giants have a pretty precarious situation on their hands. Because they declined the fifth-year option. Do you give a guy who for the majority of his career has been mediocre to bad a legitimate deal? And I'm not so certain that you can do that based off of one season in a new system. You could probably maybe you tag him. It's a lot of money for Daniel Jones. But it's one of those situations where if Jones is the, the easiest situation for the Giants moving forward would be Daniel Jones plays for two months this year, stinks, they put Terod Taylor in, and then you know you can cut bait with Jones for good in the offseason and then you move forward with Taylor and a rookie quarterback in 2023. Giants, of course, had a great draft. They had two of the top seven picks and they took Thibodeau and Neal, who had both at one point. This is how good the Giants draft was. The Giants had, took two guys who at one point during the draft process were the betting favorites to go number one overall. And they got them at five and seven. So the Giants have really, really did a nice job in the draft here in Vegas. And by the way, I think Thibodeau is going to be a stud. I think Thibodeau is going to be the defensive rookie of the year. Going to have a big year on the outside. And again, I don't love Leonard Williams. But Leonard Williams will attract enough attention from offensive lines to give Thibodeau a chance to really rust. The best word, no, by the way, O'Jolari as well, who they took in the second round. I really like that of Georgia. But as you look at the Giants' individual player props here, Daniel Jones, 36-50, I would only bet that under. Passing touchdowns, 21 and a half. I, I, I would only bet Jones' props under. Because there is a realistic chance that Daniel Jones only ends up playing half the games here. Because if he's bad the first half of the season, they're going to bench him. Simple as that. Can't bet anything Saquon Barkley related. You just can't do it. You don't know if he can stay healthy. And then defensively speaking, at the bottom of your screen, Xavier McKinney, two and a half interceptions. I don't want anything to do with that. Thibodeau, seven and a quarter sacks. I like that over. I think that, like I said, Thibodeau, to me, I, I don't want to bet it at the current number because it's a little too short. But Thibodeau is your defensive rookie of the year in all I good this year. 
And also, too, because you don't have to be on a good team necessarily to be the defensive rookie of the year. The Giants were the most complex team for me to figure out in season projections. We can look at the Giants' schedule here, too, because the Giants open their season on the road because the Jets have the home game in week one. They open at Tennessee, which that could be a game we learn a lot about both of those teams because the Titans seemingly are going to be down from what they were a year ago, and it'd be hard not to be down from what they were a year ago, number one seed. Then they get carried, then they get three straight home games where all three of those home games are winnable. Carolina, they'll be a slight home favorite. They'll be a favorite at home against Chicago week four. And you know what? Dallas on a Monday night, you can beat Dallas at home on a Monday night. I don't think they will, but you could. And that's the one thing that could really make things messy for the Giants long-term with Jones. Look at that schedule. Look at that schedule, period. You have plenty of winnable games on here. I mean, you get the AFC South. You win at Jacksonville. You win at Seattle, both of those road games in week seven and eight. You have home games against at three at th- three or four home games after the buyer, Houston Detroit and Washington. Those are all winnable games. Now, I don't like their back end of the schedule. I don't like their last five weeks. I think you could see a one and four in the last five weeks very easily from this team to collapse any potential goodwill they have through the first 13 weeks. But the Giants have, to me, the biggest variance of anyone in this division. The Giants, with that schedule and the improvements that they have made this offseason through the draft and a little bit through free agency. Again, just giving up Bradbury for nothing seems stupid, but I understand why they did it contract-wise. The Giants could very easily finish this season 4-13 and 13 again if Daniel Jones is terrible and then Terod Taylor is mediocre to bad. But if things go right and Brian Dable is, shows to be a good head coach quickly, with an elite defensive coordinator in Wink Martindale, the Giants are the one team in this division where if something weird happens, you could be talking about going to week 15 and being like, oh, Giants are sitting here through 13 games at 7-6? and six? Hmm. Maybe we have a surprise on our hands in the NFC East. I would look, if you can get seven and a half juice to the over still on a win total, I would consider betting that over. But keep in mind, that is one that could very easily go way against you very quickly. Paul Sport, home run derby thoughts, first half thoughts, talking baseball with Sport to wrap the show next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans, and yet 
There's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. the king of sportsbooks unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards, sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. Sign up today with BetMGM or log on to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 or older to place a wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. Happy to be with you here on a numbers game. I'm Jeff Parles. Why Tom check here as well. By the way, before we get to Paul Spore, NFC East finish of order for me: Cowboys, Eagles, Giants, Commanders. 
Would not be shocked if those top two flipped. Would not be shocked at all. So I, I like that order. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that I think it's just in a scenario where Dallas still the advantage at quarterback with Prescott over Hurts, and I know Dallas has to play a first place schedule, which is tougher than what Philly has to do with a second place schedule. But the advantage of Prescott over Hurts still leads me to Dallas over Philly. And I would expect that there will be pain for Dallas in the first round of the playoffs. So that's that's the way I'll do it. we'll do it. We'll have full season bets, a whole recap of this as we go through these next two weeks on everything that I end up playing uh before uh before young Gill ends up uh ends up coming uh coming back uh in two weeks. But now with us. Our guy, Paul Spore. Paul, uh, it's good to see you this morning. We're, we're, of course, got the home run derby tonight. And let's just dive right in. Ooh, the nice Miami Marlins City Thank cast you. hat. I like I like Thank that. You. Or City Connect, I should say, uh, hat. Paul, home run derby tonight. Pete Alonzo's your betting favorite. No shock there. How are you handicapping this thing? What are you looking for tonight in this fun exhibition? I mean, listen, he's shown that this is, this is his event. He has to be the favorite. I totally get that with Alonzo. You're rarely going to find me on favorites though. So even though um, I'll weirdly probably be rooting for him and in, almost in a weird way against myself then, because I'll, I'll have something else. I'll have a different ticket. I like to go for a long shot, you know, and then you can root for something that's uh that's a bit more out there. And the, the two guys that it leads me to are J rod at plus 900 and Jose Ramirez at plus sixteen hundred, the little guy to really uh, to really shock the world. There, we know his power, his power plays, his size has not uh, been a problem. Obviously, sometimes it works as the stereotype goes, right? Pete Alonso looks like a huge power guy. He is. He's the polar bear. He's a stud. Sometimes guys can be a little bit smaller. They can be a Jose Ramirez. Uh, and they can have p- plenty of power packed in there too. So I like Ramirez and J Rod if you're going to go off the board a bit. But I I, I have a hard time uh, truly predicting anybody to win it besides Pete. If I'm really going in my heart of hearts to try to win, uh, uh, you know, to try to save my life, let's say. No, I, Paul, I, I understand you uh, on that. It really does feel like if you're go if you're going off the board, that Julio Rodriguez feels to be the guy that is built potentially to steal this from Alonzo. The problem is. He would have to face Alonzo in the semifinal. So it could be oh, one wow, of those. Yes. Then he still has to. Yeah. Right. It could be yeah. one of those scenarios where we have seen this in the past. Guy expends a ton of energy to get by a big, tough competition uh, competition in, in the second round to run out of gas in the final. That would be I mean, that's, that's my big concern with J-Rod. That's Josh Hamilton, right? Oh, like people well, yes. still think yes. that's the Josh Hamilton home run derby and Justin Morneau beat him. Uh, so I totally hear you on that. That is definitely a major concern there. And playing out the bracket is actually really smart. I, I hadn't done that yet to kind of see, you know, how would the guys go? Um, you know, it is just going to be so difficult because you look at Schwarber too at, at the top as well, right there with Alonzo and beating one of those two, if you have to do it before you get to the finals and then face the other one of those two, that is remarkably difficult. So it's going to be difficult road to hoe for anybody who isn't Schwarber or Alonzo. I think they're the mega favorites with good reason. But the rest of that cast of characters can give you at least a fun night. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't go too far off uh, the beaten path to look at Corey Seager, too. I mean, that power stroke, we know how good he's been and, and how good he can be. And we've wanted health to kind of come together for him. I think I think Seager has a good opportunity as well. Who, who does Alonzo face in the very first round? How about Ronald Acuna Jr.? 
I know, right? Right. I mean, they put, they like, put two of the three best guys in this event against each other in the first round. Yes. Yes. Okay. I see. I see the board now there, and you know, Pujols gets the draw on Schwarber. Don't sleep on Pujols for an upset either. And I'm not trying to like give hype on every guy. There's certain guys I like. Obviously, Alonzo, the standard fave. But then if I'm going anywhere again, it's Ramirez or J Rod. But I believe everyone is, a, you know, a, a live dog, if you will. Everyone behind Alonzo Soto. Remember when he unlocked his swing at the Derby last year, which is usually the opposite that people are worried about. Oh no, it's going to ruin their swing. And data has shown that it's a person-to-person random thing. You never really know. And it's kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy anyway, that these are the best home run hitters uh, during the season. Anyway, they're bound to regress just by natural, mm-hmm. uh, by the fact that they're way above their level anyway, but there is no home run derby curse. Soto trying to go for a second year in a row of the home run derby uh, blessing where he turns his season around at the derby. Paul, you bring up Juan Soto, of course, the report over the weekend that the Nats are now open potentially for business on Juan Soto. Just eyeballing it for for me, and and you know the process, you know the uh, the minor league systems a lot better than I do. The three teams that I thought, all right, they have enough that they could possibly do it were San Diego, the Mets, and the Yankees, and also bringing up the willingness to pay Soto probably five hundred sure. million dollars. Yeah. What do you think the chances are that we see him dealt by August second? And then on the flip side of that, what are the chances that we you think we see him get dealt this off season? I think the offseason is probably the higher potential. There's so much time uh, left on his deal that there is no urgency for them. It seems like based on some of the other reports that we got down the line, after all that whirlwind of he turned on this offer, he's going to be traded. And then we're starting here. He's going to be traded soon in three weeks by the deadline. Some of that might have been accelerated by Scott Boris. He's not, he's certainly not above doing that. He's always looking out for his <laughs> players. If they want out, he's going to do everything he can to try to get them out. I don't believe that they're playing with that kind of urgency for Washington. They're going to get the best deal that is out there for them. It might not be, it won't be what he's quote unquote worth. What I really see is probably throwing in like a Patrick Corbin to kind of mitigate because you can't, you can't really get what Soto's quote unquote worth. Cause it's like six prospects who are, you know, uh, 50 grade or better right. at a minimum. Right. But you can't, you can't get that because you have to give those prospects and then you have to pay 400 plus million. Like you said, upwards of 500 million. So teams are going to be like, come on, you know, we'll work something out. We'll take on a, a Corbin deal and, and, and kind of mitigate things a little bit. And it'll end up probably looking a bit like the Mookie Betts deal now, on a better, on a better return for the Nats because he's younger, he's under more team control, but that sort of structure where it is going to be relatively underwhelming based on who Juan Soto is, but it does bring in some other teams too. I think the Mariners could mm-hmm. be a really interesting team. I think the blue Jays, you can never rule out the Dodgers. They're in on everything if they want to be. And then there's some other teams on the fringes there that could really dig in if they want it. Teams can afford him if they want many teams choose not to play in that pool of, of affording guys like Soto, uh, but other teams could get in. I don't think he's going to get done by the deadline. I'd love to see it just because I love exciting trade deadlines. I think this offseason is much more realistic for Juan Soto in a, in a trade. An outfield with Julio Rodriguez and Juan Soto sounds Insane. like a good time, doesn't it, Paul? And, and you can go, you know, you obviously don't have to give J-Rod. They, they never would. That would be counterproductive. So you go, you know, you start Noelve Marte, uh, Matt Brash, and probably I mean, Kelnick, like, right? Kelnick. Yeah. You go yeah. with those three as the starting point. You work from there, you know, or, or put in Emerson Hancock for brash. If they're worried that brash is just a reliever based on this year, 
Either way, they can start the party with Noelve Marte, which is a great opening salvo there to sort of to sort of build upon for Seattle. So I like them as a really interesting dark horse, and it'd be fun to see one of the non you know powerhouses, not a New York. Uh, either of those teams, not in LA, uh, you know, not one of the big dogs. Let's see uh, a couple other teams get involved here. And I think the Mariners, I mean, they got that Nintendo money. They should be in on this. I really think that that would be an amazing fit for them. Obviously you can't ravage the entire uh, uh, minor league system and give, you know, your top five guys. But I think two or three of the top five or six, and then another couple at the back end, if they take on that Corbin deal, if they, if they want to mitigate the cost a little bit. They could possibly do that. But I think Seattle and Toronto are two underdogs uh, that could really get this done too with Soto. Add Soto to that Toronto lineup. That would also be sick as Not well. But fair. I mean, Plus, again, you add him, Paul, you add him to any lineup. It's going to be sick. I mean, that's just yes. how good Juan Soto is. All right, Paul, 20 seconds here. Biggest storyline that you're looking at in the second half of the baseball season is uh, probably kind of how that AL wild card plays out. Do some of these upstart teams uh, hang around in there, like an aforementioned Seattle that currently have a spot, Baltimore on the come up. Things aren't as intriguing in the National League. So I think it's the AL wild card in the divisions and how all that playoff stuff plays out. That AL wild card race is going to be fascinating because Big when time. the regression hits the Mariners, how steep is it going to be? That's the biggest thing I'm looking for on that race. Paul Sporer, everyone, of course, fan graphs on the tweets at Sporer. Paul, pleasure as always. We'll talk again soon. Sounds great, Jeff. Take care. Of course. The Lombardi line, Michael Lombardi, Ben Wilson. Coming your way next here on VEASAN. This has been a numbers game. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote you're a growing business which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.